Wow. So just got off of a coaching call. I had some information I shared with that client and she told me, she was like, wow, this is so valuable. You've got to share it. Share it on a Facebook Live, a podcast, however you're going to do it. So here I am recording this podcast and believe me, you do not want to miss this episode. It's got so much actionable advice in it. You implemented your business. I can guarantee that you are going to see huge growth to your bottom line. So let's get ready and jump right into it right now. I spent the last few years building a successful online business while learning from some of the most brilliant marketing minds and coaches on the planet. And now, I've walked away from that business to start over again from scratch. Why? Because, like you, I felt the calling of contribution and the all-consuming need to create a business giving me the freedom to put fatherhood and family first, while fulfilling my calling to share my expertise in order to serve and impact others in a positive way. Join me now as we walk the path together to create the life and business of our dreams. I'm Evans Putman. Welcome to the journey of the profitable, purposeful entrepreneur. Hey, hey, what is up, everybody? I'm so excited to be here today. I got something really, really cool to share excuse me, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm losing my voice already and I just got started. Anyway, um, let me get, calm myself down a little bit, calm down. I, got, I had a coaching call yesterday. Great coaching call. I have a client who is working on something very cool. She was having a hard time compartmentalizing, sort of finding how to, to structure her ideas, and we came up with some really cool ideas together. So, you know, I helped her find a way that would fit fit her business into the lifestyle that she wanted to create. That's all for another story. But what I wanted to share today <clears throat> that is very, very, very cool. She sent me. We, uh, we were so excited. We were going on and on in this coaching call, and I had another appointment right after it, so we had to get off. And she said, "I've got something else I wanted to show you." I know we don't have time. Can I email it to you? I was like, yes, please do. I would love to look at it. So she sent it over to me and I looked at it. It was a list of statistics, basically. It was a nice list, some research that basically proved through numbers a lot of what she was selling in her offer. It proved that it worked, that it was important, that it was valuable. So she sent that to me and she's like, you know, I've got this. I'm just trying to figure out how I can use it. You know, it was all these numbers, statistics, logic that was explaining why people should buy what she was selling. So as I looked at it, it made me remember something that I was taught by both Stephen Larson and Russell Brunson, two of my amazing coaches and two even more amazing marketers and people. And it was something that you've probably heard before, and I want to share now because it's really cool, and I really want you to have this information because I know if you take what I'm going to give you right now in this podcast, if you take this information and use it, it is going to help your business immensely. I know because it helped mine and my business partner's business that I just recently left. 
and we had amazing success using similar information. So back to the point at hand. She sent me over this information. I looked at it and I was thinking, hmm, a bunch of statistics, a bunch of numbers that prove, they give proof that what you want to sell to these people is important, is valuable, and will work. And the numbers are proving it. <clears throat> but as we all know, or most of us have heard, people buy based on emo emotion. Okay, they don't buy based on logic, at least the majority of people. There are always those who buy on logic versus emotion. But here's what I mean by this. And it's not just, you know, emotion, emotion. It's the emotions you stir within them break false beliefs like we just discussed in the last podcast, but it also pulls up feelings within their bodies, which then gets them to act. Okay. But here's the thing. People buy on emotion and justify purchases afterwards based on logic. So this is very important to understand. People buy on emotions and then they justify that purchase after the fact with logic. So you may see where I'm going here now, but before I go there, I want to share a story with you. I remember it's been a few years back, many years back actually, when my daughter was very young and I was doing a lot of freelancing, working, 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 trying to pay the bills my daughter's mother, who was amazing at the time, she was also working. We were, and it was actually a blessing in disguise. It gave me a lot of time to be a father when my daughter was very young. And I still I cherish those times, even though we never slept, it's, it seemed like. And we always, one of us was working. The time I was able to spend with my young daughter, um, putting her to bed, giving her baths, spending time with her playing, having tea parties with my little ponies and things like that. Those are things you're never going to forget. So even though times were hard, it was a blessing. Okay. But I remember I, there were times where I was always chasing clients. If I didn't have clients, I was really stressed out because I knew my paychecks would be smaller. So at one point I saw this amazing program online, which I'm sure many of you check these out. You know, I, I, back then I was often like a a bass underwater swimming around, chasing lures, any kind of shiny object would catch my eye because I wasn't happy where I was. I wasn't making enough money and, you know, we were struggling. So this shiny object appeared before me while I was online working and I fell into it and I started watching it and I was like, this is amazing. This is a great program. And it, it started stirring all these emotions in me. And there was the, you know, I was in a little bit of desperation mode, stressed, tired, wanting something better. And this was giving it all to me and the stories they were sharing and the things they were sharing in there. It was stirring up the emotions inside of me and it pulled me in and it was very expensive. I couldn't afford it. Or we already had a lot of debt. Luckily, we've taken care of that now. But back then we had a lot of debt and here I was pulling out the credit card. I was going to add more debt to it. I couldn't afford this program. I mean, I, I could put it on there on the credit card and just not pay it off. But 
in reality, I couldn't afford it, but it stirred so many emotions in me. It stirred up so many feelings that it made me, it gave me hope, right? It showed me my desperation and it gave me hope that I bought it. Now, at the time, I think this was like a $3,500 or $5,000 product. I'm not going to mention any names. It's nobody I'm working with now and nobody that I follow now. I'm glad that I sort of went a different path. But, and it wasn't snake oil salesman either. It was actually a really good product. And it was something that if implemented, I'm sure it could have delivered some big results. But I couldn't afford it. So I bought it, (laughs) of course. So the next day... You know, as soon as I bought it, I got it. I started looking at things. And the next day I wake up and I really didn't sleep good that night. So the next day I wake up, I went in immediately and requested a a refund. So here's the point of that story. Two points, actually. Right. I bought on emotion. Then once my emotion calmed down, I got the uh, dopamine hit or whatever that hit was that I got from actually making the purchase, then I started thinking about it logically about, can I afford this? Do I really have time for this? Because I'm working, I've got to get more clients that will actually start paying me. And at the time I was still trading time for money, which I'm hoping that many of you are following me in this journey now. And we're, you're going to learn some of the tips and tricks that I used and that I'm using now to stop doing that. Because we are all worth more than that. But I digress. So the next day, I asked for the refund. They gave me a refund. No questions asked. No problem. But here's the thing. They might have been able to prevent that refund. And this is where the call with my client yesterday comes into play. Okay. When she sent me over those numbers and those statistics and those, um, you know, this research that she sent, that I knew was valuable, this was the first thing I thought of. And I told her, I sent her back an email, and you know, I, here's what I wrote. I actually wrote, people buy on emotion and justify purchases afterwards based on logic. With that being said, you could use these type of stats in a welcome email after they make a purchase, right? So this is like the thing. You could put it in a thank you page video. You could put it in a welcome email. This is something that the other company did not do at that time. And I'll go back to what I wrote her with in a welcome email with something like, quote, congratulations, you made a smart decision to invest in your success with blank, whatever they bought. Okay. Then, you know, you'd want to write a little bit more. You want to personalize it. But then I wrote, then you could share stats like these and or testimonials of specific success in that welcome email or welcome video on the thank you page, right? So the thank you page immediately, as soon as they buy it, tells them, you know, congratulations. Then it starts giving these numbers, these logic-based statistics showing that your purchase is smart because look, the numbers back it up. Other people are getting success. She shared testimonials with real-world success, actionable success with real numbers in them and they start seeing that logically so instead of going from that high of making that purchase to that low of starting to justify it logically and saying you know no I don't think this was a good buy you're giving them some logical information to close help you keep that that loop closed so they don't go out and ask for a refund okay 
But that's just one of the strategies that I shared with her. Now, also, um, number two, I'm going I'm to read what I wrote her. Also, one follow-up strategy I learned from Russell Brunson and Steve Larson, parentheses, brilliant marketing minds, close parentheses, is after someone opts into your list or downloads a free gift, you know, from an opt-in page, but they don't purchase. Okay, now this is something a little different. They don't purchase. So think about this. If you've got an opt-in page where, let's say you're a um, wellness coach and you've put together, you know, a self-care plan, a free self-care download, or, you know, you get a video a day for three, for five days that gives you like a an introduction to meditation or how to change your your um, diet and exercise plans, anything like that, something free that you're giving them in exchange for their email, or maybe you get them on your Facebook messenger list, right? So they go to that. Then the next step, which I teach my coaching clients is to have on the next step is a small, maybe like a $27 offer. Because what's awesome about this is that you can then use that $27. It's called a self-liquidating offer. So you can use that money that when people buy just for even that little small amount, $27, not only does it show you who your customers are, but it also helps you cover the cost of your ads if you're running ads. So back to the point at hand, that's something for a whole different podcast. And it's something I'm going to share with you guys in the near future, actually a strategy, video strategy on how you can do that yourself. So let's just step back for a minute again. Here's what happened. So she asked me, you know, like, what's what can I do with these numbers? And here was my thought. And like I said, I learned this from Russell and Steve Larson, Russell Brunson and Steve Larson. It's just it's an awesome strategy. I mean, it works. And we actually use this. I've used this in our business before, and we saw it work in action. It's amazing. Excuse me. So what you want to do. They come in, they opt in as soon as they opt in. They get, you know, to get their free gift. The next page says, boom, you know, congratulations. This is going to really help you achieve, boom, whatever result you're looking for. While you're here, I wanted to share something else with you. I haven't shared with anybody else. Boom. And what you can do is when you solve one problem, you create another. So you solve that first problem. Maybe it is you're giving them a specific way to, you know, eat better. Okay. So then. Now that you've got this, I'm also going to give you this because once you've solved that problem, it's like, okay, now I know what I need to eat in order to fit into this new lifestyle, but I don't know how to actually put together the meals for this. So the next one is like a meal prep and recipe. So you solve one problem and then it's it creates a new problem and you solve that one. So on the second page, after they get that free thing, is that little $27 product, Okay. Now, just keep with me because I know I'm getting a little excited. I'm going off in a different direction, but just stay with me for a minute. So they download it, the freebie. They don't buy the $27 self-liquidating offer. Maybe you have something else in that funnel, but they don't buy anything else. So as soon as they get the freebie, you want to send it to them, obviously. Then in that, you tell them, you know, hey, give them a little bit of a story in that eat first email with that freebie and say, make sure you keep an eye for your, in your inbox because I got something very special for you tomorrow. Stir a little bit of curiosity. So then on the next two emails, you're going to send out five emails over five days. Emails one and two focus on emotion. 
okay? Stories that evoke the emotion you wish to evoke in the prospect to get them to pull the trigger. That's what I wrote in this email back to my coaching client. You want to share stories that evoke the emotion you wish to invoke in your prospect to get them to pull the trigger on that offer. And then you send them back to that $27 offer. Okay, so email one, they don't buy. Email two, they still don't buy, but you're still, you're appealing to their emotional side. Then emails three and four. So days three and four, focus on logic. Sharing statistics like the ones above that you shared with me, along with a call to action, sending them back to that $27 product. So emails one and two, emotion-based. Emails three and four, logic-based, sharing those statistics, that research numbers, those things that prove to them logically that if they buy it, it's really smart because it will get you the results and the statistics show it. Email five, focus on scarcity. Okay, so this is the last email you're sending in this sequence, pushing them back to that $27 product. Focus on scarcity. Basically, hey, this is the last chance. This $27 product normally sells for $97. I'm only offering it this one time, and this is the last chance you're going to have to buy it at this low rate. After these 24 hours, it's gone. However you want to do your scarcity. But one thing I want to share with you, not false scarcity, real scarcity. We did this same process in the business I was in, and we had a $27 product that we actually sold at the time. I believe it was for $97, okay? And you could not buy it anywhere else for $97. Not on our websites, not in special deals, nothing. Nowhere you could buy it for $97. So we told them point blank when they got the freebie that they got from coming into our podcast and we shared them, hey, go here and get this cool free thing, uh, which sent them to a membership area that they got all these cool free tools in. We then on the thank you page upsold them to a $27 product. And we told them point blank in the video sales letter that this is the only place you're going to find it for $27. So when we sent out email five that focused on scarcity, we we were not lying. We were like, hey, this is the last email I'm going to send you about this. This is the last chance you're going to get to buy it for $27 if you want it in the future. And a lot of people are buying it. You're going to need have to pay $97. Okay. So that was the second strategy I shared with her, but I didn't stop there because once she got me rolling in this email, all these things kept coming to me. So I thought of something else. As you can tell, I get excited about this. Sometimes I roll off in a different direction. Just pull me back in. Um, Well, you're not here, so I'll pull myself back in. But anyway, number three, this is what I put on her. We'll just go back over and remember, number one, the first thing I told her was in your welcome on your thank you page video and in your first welcome email, Tell them how smart they were for buying and then share these statistics to appeal to the logic side of them to keep them from asking for a refund. Another thing that you do this for is when you sell memberships, recurring memberships, a recurring payment. If you do this, even if you, you know, what's awesome you can do that we found that help too is before each time their renewal is supposed to come up, you reach back out to them with an email or in the members area, we would time this a lot of times like, okay, our members um, at the the next month is coming up. A lot of people are going to be up for renewal. So we would do a Facebook live like that last week, full of value in the members group, private group, 
which would appeal, this would appeal to them logically, like, cause they're thinking in their heads, gosh, they give so much value in here. What, of course I'm going to pay for another month. So it reduced our churn rate by a lot and it helped keep our um, membership area just flowing mon- money coming in every month without even having to work for it really. So that's number one. Number two, use that five-step email process. Emails one and two, appealing on emotion. Emails three and four, appealing to logic. Email five, focus on scarcity. Okay, now the third strategy that I shared with her, and I'm um, going to read this as well from here. I put, I wrote to her, lastly, some people on the sale... um, Okay, that didn't even make sense what I wrote there. So let's, lastly, okay, some people on their sales page will weave statistics like these into the stories so that they are focusing on emotion plus logic. As some people, the more skeptical among us, may base their decision not on emotion but on logic. Okay, so it's often the proof that statistics and logic will help make the sale. So those, if if you have somebody that's skeptical, that's a skeptic, that is more prone to like proof, they need statistics, they need numbers, they want to see real results from testimonials, they don't get stirred up as emotionally as some people do, and they don't buy often clearly only on emotion. And there are people like that. There's always outliers in everything. So those people are there. So you can weave those statistics into your story so that when you're telling those stories, you're sharing statistics as well. So you're appealing to emotion and you're appealing to logic. And then that's going to connect that person who thinks about things logically. It's going to pull emotion into it, but it's also going to back that emotion up with logic. So a lot of times, too, what you'll see is you'll see longer sales pages One of the reasons that sales pages, I know Russell Brunson's Expert Secrets book sales page, which we mimicked for our free plus shipping book that we created, a very successful funnel, but we mimicked his sales page. It had a lot of emotion in it. It was emotional in the video that we used with um, my partner telling his story. It was very emotional. It came down to have some other emotion in it. Then it went into some logical steps where we had a lot of statistics and a lot of numbers and a lot of testimonials with people sharing both logically and emotionally their stories. So we appealed to both emotion and logic on that sales page. So I hope this helps you guys. I know the last episode, if you go back and listen to the last episode with the misbehaving monkey and my mother, we talk a lot about stories and how stories are very important to making sure you close more sales, change the false beliefs in your prospects, you'll close more sales. It's guaranteed, okay, because you're appealing to emotion. But here's the thing. You don't want to just close sales. You don't want to just get members into a continuity program. You want to keep those sales. You don't want refunds. You want to reduce your refund rates. You want to reduce your churn rates in your continuity programs. Then using logic on the backside will help you do just that. So I know this was a little long-winded. I hope there was a lot of value. I know there was a lot of value in this, but I hope you take some of this information and use it for your benefit in your business and 
If you want more information like this, I would highly guarantee you come over to the Profitable Purposeful Entrepreneur community, our Facebook group, where you can come in and share with me your biggest challenges, your you know your biggest goals, whatever you need, your biggest questions about your business. And I will be sure to answer those questions. And I'll also provide some training in the group based around those challenges and those questions. And our other group members will be sure to jump in and help you as well. So make sure to come over to Facebook, look up in the search bar, Profitable Purposeful Entrepreneur Facebook group. Join us. And I look forward to meeting you in there. Thanks again for being with us and look for another valuable episode coming soon. Have you joined our free online community for profitable, purposeful entrepreneurs yet? What are you waiting for? It's absolutely free. Just head over to Facebook right now. Go to the search bar, type in profitable, purposeful entrepreneurs. You'll find the group. Join us. We'd love to have you in here. The community is great. You'll learn lots of valuable skills, strategies, ideas. You'll meet other purposeful, profitable entrepreneurs of every level from those just starting out to those who have been in business for a while. And it's a great community, very supportive. Join us today. We look forward to seeing you there.